everybody. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Positions, your ridiculous podcast. I don't know why you guys listen, but thank you for listening because we truly appreciate it. As always, I am Kenny. I am Kyle. And I'm John, a.k.a. Kamala Harris's curling iron. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. If you are a curling iron, you are not doing your job. Okay, so. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying that because she says she doesn't use it, and I haven't been used in a while, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> on Kamala's wow. hair, we can tell. All right, so before we get into these things, we're going to give our shout-out. So my shout-out for this week actually goes to Christian, a.k.a. Leroy, a.k.a. Avery Wilson, a.k.a. Big Daddy. Thus his name, not mine. He has been one of our supporters from the very beginning. And therefore, I just feel like he should get a shout-out because he does offer a lot of... um. <laughs> Uh, colorful, we'll say, commentary. So thank you. Love you <laughs> for listening. Appreciate it. <laughs> so, before we get into anything, John, how was your week? Oh my God, my week has been fabulous and amazing and so fucking gay. We went to Arlington Pride. I was oh, there did. all weekend. Yes. Shout out to my friends. You threw an amazing Pride Festival and drag pageant and drag brunch. And the other event I didn't go to because I couldn't wake up because I was busy drinking. Mm, yes. But amazing job. Had a lot of fun. Um, besides that, you know, chilling. That's it. Okay. Kyle, how was your weekend? My weekend has been great. Week has been great. I am blessed and highly favored. I love it. Mm. What about you, KK? Um, my week has been absolutely shitty, but we are not going to get into that right now because this is going to be a fun, upbeat podcast episode. We'll get into that some other time. But before I move on, Mr. Kyle actually forgot to mention one of the highlights is he won a dance contest at the oh, Pride event, at the pageant. He was twerking them old-ass bones on the stage, and they won. <laughs> so, you know, shout out to Kyle's ass. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I am the current reigning Mr. Twerk of Arlington, Virginia Pride. See you guys next year for the contest. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Not sure that's a real title, but hey. I I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, okay. I'm sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me, okay. Thank you. Let me, <laughs> look, let me shut my fat ass up. Okay. So, anyway, final positions from last week. Okay. So, I have a final position, and apparently, my fellow bottom, Mr. Beast, has a final position. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so, first off, shout out to Salva. Our first final position is from him. It's in response to last week. I truly, from the bottom of my heart, genuinely thought we should give each other superpowers. And some people thought you I was being... shady about it. Some people. You. <laughs> Attacked me for no reason because I was trying to provide explanations for the superpowers. We're not going to get into that part because we all know I was correct. Anyway, so we asked you guys to sit in what powers you think we should have and why. So Salva's response is, for me, he chose pyrokinesis. He says because... <laughs> he says, because I'm always lighting Kyle up on the podcast. First of all, that is false. Yeah. Oh, damn. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel attacked, Sal. <laughs> Shit. That's false because everybody knows I am an angel. Anyway, but in response to that, Kyle, he says he would, you basically Phoebe, he said he would give you empathy and uh, healing a la Phoebe slash Paige from Charm. And he says the reason why he would give you those powers is because you give off a peaceful and comforting energy and you have the voice to match. Once again, calling John and I faggots. Okay. And <laughs> last but not least, he said he would give John telekinesis because he feels like He's good at making things move with his head. Do with that statement what you want. I'm just reading the response. Okay. 
Y'all gonna have to stop calling me a hoe on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> every time you turn around. <laughs> well, Kyle, you did it tonight. You really did? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Kenny spoke. Kenny spoke and was a shady bitch. I Not feel me. like Kyle said. I feel like John snapped super straight because he's very active, and then he emphasized very, very active. So. Just saying. I call bullshit. Okay, just listen to last week's episode, sir. I don't know what to tell you. You did me. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. It's right there. It's, right it's literally online. <laughs> so, anyway, so before I move on, so John, you apparently had a final position, sir. Yeah, so this final position comes from a super fan of this podcast, longtime listener, first time commenter. Oh, okay. Love it. Love it. So, in our discussion of the MCU versus DCEU girl fight, mm-hmm. Kenny, you mentioned that you would like to see a fight between Jean Grey and Zaytana because of her psychic powers versus Zaytana's mystical magic powers. You did say that you thought Jean Grey would win that fight. I did. Yeah, I think so, yeah. But you said it would be an interesting battle to the end. So, my commenter wanted to say that they do not think it's an interesting battle. <laughs> They think it will be over super quickly mm. because of Jean Grey's psychic abilities. She could warp Zaytana's mind so she can't even use her powers because Zaytana's powers work by her saying words backwards. Correct. Ooh. So Jean Grey could just change her mind so she can't think backwards or whichever way she's thinking, she could just reverse it so she can't say what she's about to say the right way. Thus, Zaytana is now powerless. I thought about that, and I figured with how powerful she is, like, bitch, at some point, you should have, one, overcome that limitation, and two, there should be some kind of barrier, just in case you do need to speak, to where psychics can't fuck with you. And if not, then Zaytana, then I'm going to have to chop you. But I put her on the list, because I do feel like she's super powerful. But hey, you know, maybe this person, look, I my knowledge is more on the Marvel comic side, so hey, maybe Zaytana may, you know... She may be trying to blue, 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 blue backwards, and they might blue, 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 her tongue right out her mouth. I don't know. Oh, so wait, hold up, hold up. So if she's saying back, she gotta say cat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. For her spells to work. Yes. Yes. Girl, what type of power is that? <laughs> bitch, that's too confusing, bitch. I'm not trying to, you know, be in the middle of a war and then gotta think backwards. Like, bitch, this ain't a spelling bee. <laughs> this ain't Sudoku for words. What the fuck? That's okay. too complicated. Yeah, Jean, we'll find it. Kyle said, I'm not saying fucking Scrabble. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this Scrabble without the book. Yes, they tell him that time about words with friends. <laughs> 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 All right, so okay. I just want to say oh. thank you, commenter. That comment came from John from PG County. All oh, right. Bitch. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Come on, PG. <laughs> Wait a minute, audience. We were told long time listener, first time commentator, and it's literally one of the hosts. I I think I think he deserves his asshole ripped apart. Okay. I do. I honestly do. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Okay. We're not even about to Okay. Um. So Salva in the audience said that that must mean that Missy Elliott has mystical powers. Yes. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> You're from if it's right yet? Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you better stop. Things about to start floating in my house. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, what a final position that was. All right, yes. up. you know, uh, Missy Elliott might be able to handle Gene. Missy Elliott did that pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm stuck. Don't worry about me, <laughs> bitch. Missy Elliott might be able to, you know, put that work on Gene. Oh my god, John, what's the next section? I love it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> bitch, well, I normally mine. don't introduce the next section because I'm screaming, oh. but I guess I will now. It's time for Let's Talk Nonsense. Woo! Yay! Okay. <laughs> okay. So, for Let's Stop Nonsense, before we do that, I would just like to say we have a big announcement. 
this top and those other two bottoms are launching a second podcast. That's when y'all will. Woo! Gonna work on that. Yeah, harmony terrible. Anyway, so we're launching a second podcast. <laughs> it is going to be called Reality Based Positions, and the first episode will be dropping Friday, July seventh. So. This podcast will be mainly Bravo, Housewives, Rally TV. You know, Housewives is the banner, but we'll be discussing some Vanderpump rules. Well, John will be. Um, I might I might not because the rumors are saying Raquel has signed her contract, so I'm good. Not the star of the show. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Not the star. <laughs> okay. Some VPR, some Merit to Medicine, a little love, and some hip-hop. Kyle will be updating us. On- love hip-hop. Well, not watching the show, but I have some things I need to say about the show. Okay. Or the franchise, if that makes sense. Um, Kyle, we will be updating us on some of the foolishness going on in terms of the Zeus people. Yes. And that's what I call them, the Zeus people, because they act like, you know, those people you keep over there. You know how you be in the neighborhood, you be like, those people? So I call them the Zeus people because they're to the left. All right. As Wendy Williams was saying, over there, friend. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, they don't come to your house because they might steal something. But, you know, <laughs> if you see them at the park in a public place where it's free, then you're like, let's turn up. Yeah. So, anyway, before we get into the main part, a little nonsense since we are in the Let's Top Nonsense section. John. Oh, you also forgot to mention the new podcast out of the TV shows that we're reviewing. We're also doing, when season 16 of Drag Race starts, we'll also be doing oh, Drag Race. yes, the gays. Oh. Yes. How did I forget about the tucking gays? Okay. Yes, we will be going into the girls who put on for the girls. Okay. So, John, if you were on a reality show, what role would you fall into, sir? You know, I think I would be casted into the messy role because... I think in our friend group, I have been cast into the messy role, even though I'm not necessarily messy. Huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just say what's on my mind. I suggest things. I ask the questions that I feel like need to be asked. Mm. And, you know, I get called messy for it, and I accept it, but um, I don't think it's messy. I just think I'm doing the Lord's work. Mm. Amen, out. John. Amen. The mountaineers out there. All right. So, Kyle, if you were on a reality show, what role do you think you would fall into? Did you wait a minute? Did you just say shout out to the Mountaineer? Huh? <laughs> did you just say shout out to the Mountaineer? I, I, mm, mm. <laughs> and with Kenny, we know now know which role you would take. The question is about the what role Kyle would take, sir. Okay. I'd be, you know, the best friend with the shady comment from time to time. I believe in loyalty. You know, I'm not one to switch up teams. But yeah, mm. I'd be the lovable, you know, shady one. So, okay. That's me. Okay. So, one of our comments when John was saying what role he would be in, someone in the comments, and it's probably Avery Wilson's brother, said that John would be the Nene of the group. Now, I don't know if Thank we're talking you. about the season one through five Nene, or if we're talking about. The other season's Nene, because I feel like there are two different Nene's. One through five. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know how to stay humble. I am the most humble person ever. Mm. Salva says from the comments that Kyle would be the Cynthia type friend, which I call bullshit. I don't even like Cynthia. <gasps> Cynthia flip flop too damn much for me. <laughs> what I, call I am gagged. I have never in my young queer life met anybody who did not like Cynthia Bailey. Mm. I like, you know, her position and what she does for the franchise when she was on it. And she's very kind hearted, but Cynthia did some flip floppy ass shit. Just off the last girl's trip, or uh, not the last girl's trip, but like the girl's trip with Kenya. Mm-hmm. She tried to be like the villain and shit like that. No. Mm. So, Salvi, you know, I'm not going to take that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to take that one. As you can see, there are going to be some very differing opinions on this one. Okay. I feel like I would be very much, you know, walk in and be like, uh, 
the stars here. But then also I'd be a peacemaker, you know, because that's just my natural. Excuse me, sir. I think this is my section. Peacemaker. I think this is my section. <laughs> oh my God. Avery Wilson saying she about I could never, okay? All right. We started, we started this podcast within a month of talking about it. It took her like 25 years plus a couple months to do her shit. We are not the same, okay? Sheree is not on my level, okay? The clothes I wear don't come apart when I zip them up. Anyway. So, main topic. All right, we're going to get into uh, uh, housewives. Okay, so, bit of a preview. We're talking about this from three different, I guess, levels of experience, right? So, I watched all of the housewives that matter, and you'll see soon what I'm talking about. I don't watch the cities that don't matter. So, if you were those people living over, um, what is that state with the cowboys and stuff? Didn't watch it, not gonna watch it. Please don't send no comments about it because I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. Every other city actually think that's currently airing. I'm gonna talk about if it's defunct, like DC, why do we need to talk about it? And we're not talking about international except an international show that's produced by Bravo, which is Dubai, right? So we're gonna be talking about the American Bravo produced housewives. Okay. So I've watched all of them. John only did Atlanta and Potomac. And then because I don't know how he did it, but he ended up watching like every other freaking city. And at this point, he has seen more seasons of what is that called? He's seen more seasons of Salt Lake City than me. And that was a mistake. I would never do that again. <laughs> and depending on, <laughs> depending on how far he went, he probably saw more of season 13 of New York than I did. I think I made it like... I know for a fact I did. Oh, okay. Because I think I made it... Whatever that Salem <laughs> trip was, that's when I was like, this not this ain't for me. Okay. I didn't leave the Hamptons. Oh, damn. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> with that being said, Kyle has started this season of ATL. He started this season of OC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he actually... Woo! Has started Potomac from the beginning. He is currently on season what, Kyle Potomac? Four and a half. He's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's on season four point five of Potomac. Okay, which I will say is the best season of. Potomac. I was just about to say you are in what is considered by many to be Potomac's golden era. Get ready for the next few seasons. Okay, so. With that being said, <laughs> I am considered a house housewife expert watcher. John is a housewife veteran watcher, which probably in like a season of by the time this New York finished, he'd probably be expert as well. And Kyle is our newbie. So we'll be giving you our experiences watching the show, our feedback and things from three different perspectives. Before we get into that, John, what got you into your very first housewife city, which we know was Atlanta? I just remember hanging out with a friend and she, we must have happy hour and she was quoting something from Atlanta and I like was sitting there with like a stuck face because I, I didn't get it. <laughs> and, and so she was like, the real house was Atlanta. She's like, oh my God. She's like, you're not watching that? And I was like, no. She was like, oh my God, you need to start watching it. So I started watching Atlanta. The first live season I watched was seven and then I was like, oh, and then I went back and binge one through six. Because that was, I was like, oh, this is it. This is everything. I love this. Yes. What really tied me in was the Puerto Rico episode. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> um, Puerto Rico was a crossover moment for them. My mother, who by this point had casually watched on and off, was glued in all of season seven to the point where, I don't know if you guys remember, T.S. Madison used to go live on her Facebook and she would review Housewives mm-hmm. of Atlanta. And it was that episode Puerto Rico where she was like online and she was just like my god Minnie Claudia snatched you by your edgeless edges you know and I'm, I'm like am I hearing T.S. Madison coming out of a speaker other than mine in this house and I followed the sound to my mama's bedroom and she had you know YouTube on uh, the video on the TV and it was T.S. Madison reviewing the episode my mom was like okay that's what I'm talking about and again I mean she was just into it so I was like mama First of all, you watch this matters. Secondly, you went to the housewives like this. And so, yeah, I do remember the episode. Me personally, my very first city also was Atlanta. My very first live season was season two, episode one premiere. Housewives at that point, especially Atlanta, had kind of, you know, started to blow up. And then also I found out 
someone who I liked even pre-Housewives, Candy, was joining. So I was like, let me check this out and see what this is. And baby, oh yeah, I'm like John. I was hooked. I was, you know, I did not know what the hell was going on. I didn't know the characters, quote unquote, my new Candy. And that's it. I'd heard Nene, but I didn't see her face. Once I finally saw what she looked like, I was like, okay. You know, I saw Kim and I was like, there is no way that bitch is anywhere in her late 20s, early 30s. The devil is a fucking lie. And then there were the rest, you know, and the season two premiere actually featured who gonna check me, boo? And so a lot of people walking around talking about who gonna check me, boo? So I, I was hooked from then on. I don't know if you guys remember, it wasn't just for music, LimeWire. I used to download movies and shows from LimeWire as well. I downloaded seasons one of Atlanta and then I downloaded all of Orange County and New York up until that point. So that's how I got into it. Kyle. Do you want to admit that on a podcast that's on the internet that the feds could listen to? I mean, what they going to do about it? I mean, what can they possibly do about it now? Are you going to make me pay your $25.99 for season one? <laughs> First of all, if you've seen season one of, New- of Orange County, they should pay me for sitting through that shit. Okay? Because that was torture. They should pay me for sitting through season one of actually OC and New York now that I'm thinking about it. Because New York was like, the biggest match was a tennis match. And I was like, I can't possibly be watching these white women. Anyway, so Kyle, what got you into Housewives? Like you both, I started watching with Atlanta. All right, colors. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> <Put the cup laughs> <down>. <laughs> um, I want to say the very first scene that I saw, like you, Kenny, was the whole who go check me boo when she was at the uh, courtroom table. And I was like... Uh-oh, look at her tearing into somebody's ass. <laughs> but the very first, I uh, know, but the very first episode that I fully watched was that damn pajama part. Oh, wow. Where Candy cut the fuck up. Oh, yes. Shout out. And I was like, okay, okay. And then I want to say, um, what is that? When Portia dragged Kenya, I mean, um, when she assaulted Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> She I mean, she literally dragged I'm going to say, it was, that's one of the episodes where you could say no, it was an actual dragging, because she was, she was sliding across that floor, baby. I hate to say I love Kenya, but yeah, girl, yeah. Yes, when she dragged Kenya, that was like the last episode that I had watched, and then I think I started like working a lot, Okay. so I just lost contact of it. Okay, so Salva says his first episode of Beverly Hills was season two, the game night episode. And if you've seen that one, that was also one of Beverly Hills' highlights. It's the first time we saw Brandy say what a lot of people were not saying about Kim. The exact verbiage wasn't true. She wasn't doing crystal meth, but she was dealing with some demons. And I'm glad somebody called it out. Little did we know the Brandy we knew and loved season two was going to turn into what she turned into. Oh, God. Right, yeah, because I rooted for her all through season two. I did. I rooted. I was like, get them together. And then season three started. She got a diamond, and things just went left. As they, apparently, we, you know, that's a thing, because Marlo seemed to have done the exact same thing. Anyway, so, since Kyle is a newbie in, really, the Housewives world, like, as he's spoke on earlier he watched a few episodes of Atlanta he had never seen any other city until you know he started seeing some glimpses of Potomac he started watching that so Kyle right now Atlanta you are watching the current season which is season 15 correct uh-huh out of the few episodes you've watched how are you feeling about Atlanta it would you give it out of a zero to ten what would you give this current season of ATL I would give it a Eight and eight. Okay. Oh, wow! That's, that's you are well. You are watching generous. from with with fresh eyes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who do you feel is working right now? ATL working the most and working the least for their check. I feel like, ooh, Kenya and Sheree are working the most. Really? Okay. And it disgusts me to say. Sonya's funky ass is, you know, she's working to flip-flopping and shit. I can't stand her fucking ass. Oh, my. Mm. Candy, like y'all used to say, you know, they trying to wake her up. We saw her with, like, the red hair candy. She's coming into it, especially based off this last reading session with Sheree. Yes, ma'am. 
But um, yeah, Kenya and Sheree. Sheree got a word for everybody. <laughs> I mean, each couple, fucking episode, a couple stutter words, but she got them. <laughs> she, she's a mumble rapper well, I'm okay. gonna say this audience because I'm not making fun of any stutter you know I have a speech impediment as well everybody in Housewives world knows Sheree can talk so elegantly until she starts to lie and then it's like there was a problem with the um uh, the contract not the contract the contract and then you know there were you know with payment and the uh, spring summer joggers like that's what you get. When she is lying, there's not gonna be a coherent sentence in the bunch. Like Nene said, you know, what am I visit sticks? And she was like, you know, I, you, uh, you, there wasn't a sign out there. Should have been, you know, like you don't get <laughs> you don't get actual thoughts from Sheree when she's lying. So to stay with you for a minute, Kyle, <laughs> because I was actually shocked. No, I was shocked that you said that you felt Kenya was one of the ones working the most because, and this is his opinion, audience, it's just funny because I actually feel like this is a season where she has, so far, I don't know what's happening later on, but so far I feel like she's done the least, actually. Well, not the least, but Mm -hmm. she's done not up to a Kenya more of what she's shown us she can do as a housewife. I feel like she has not done that. I feel like she's actually kind of been chilling. So what season does she really, like, pop off? Yeah, start at season five. (laughs) Oh, and go all the way up to last season. <laughs> all right, so ATL, you have been watching, but you've also been watching OC, which, honest, this is his very first time watching OC. He has not watched the full season yet. This is his first time. How are you feeling about the return? I know you're just meeting her, but how are you feeling about the return of Tamara? Do you feel like she's doing good at being the lead housewife so far? I do. I love her. I love the energy, okay. the fine ass husband, oh, the interactions with the group. I love it. <laughs> I have no notes. Tamara and that uncut Eddie George. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming people I've never seen it. No, I wouldn't be upset if I saw it. Okay, moving on. All right. So, <laughs> so right now, this will be some questions for John. But before we do that, I just want to say, audience, these questions are going to be pertaining to the current or most recent season of each show, which is OC, NYC, ATL, New Jersey, Beverly Hills, Potomac, Salt Lake City, Miami, and Dubai. So... John, one each, one best and worst housewife from East City. Don't think about it. Just say the name OC right now. Shannon. Shannon is the best or the worst? Shannon's the best. And who's doing the worst from OC right now? G- uh, oh, God. Uh, the broke one. <laughs> the broke one. What's her name? What's, no, what's her name? Gina. <laughs> Gina, yeah. Yes, bro. I just, every time I see her, I just say broke ass. Just call her. Just call her. Just call her. She's broke. Allegedly, allegedly, she's broke. Call her casino. Wait, hold on. Is that the blonde girl with the short, yes. like shoulder? In the last episode of OC, when she was running away from the cake because she was running her outfit, so she didn't want to get cake on it. That's why she was running away. God, can't stand her. Allegedly, <laughs> with, her, with her broke ass. Okay. Best and worst <laughs> from New York. <laughs> Previously, did they have it? Did they 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 haven't had a season in two years? Like we could just skip this. Well, that's tr- oh yeah, none of them are going to be this show. <laughs> we'll get to New York. But because- I, I'm excited for the new New York. I'm excited for the new New York. I I'm am. I New am. York. I am. Shout out to Jenna, Uber, and I think Bryn. I think those are the three that were working in the trailer for me. ATL best and worst. Best would be. This is a really good season for Candy. I would say Candy worst. As much as I want to say Marlo, it's Sonya. Okay. Sonya is a flop. I think Marlo can get another season. I don't think Sonya should. Okay, okay. I'd be like, take that bitch, Pete. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Marlo aggravates my whole world. <laughs> All right, John. So, based off this previous season that we just had to drag our asses through, best and worst from Jersey. Best Margaret Josephs, always. The fact that she can start lies and no one ever calls her on it. <laughs> um, and then worse will be obviously dull Loris. <laughs> dull bitch. You couldn't cut a piece of cheese with how dull that bitch is. Anyway, <laughs> so based on this most recent season, best and worst of the Diamond Holders, Beverly Hills. 
Erica Jane the best. I know that's controversial to say. Erica Jane, she stepped her pussy up oh, yes. this last season. Yes, yes. Erica Jane the best. She's not a good person. Let me let me clarify. <laughs> She's an awful bitch. Awful, awful bitch. Best is Erica, worst was Diana. Worst I forgot Miss Tongue was on the show. All right. Best and worst of our crab holders. I mean flute holders. <laughs> the old babe. <laughs> <laughs> Best and worst of Potomac. Best, based on this past season only, I would say Candace. Okay. Karen is my favorite, but Candace was the best this past season. Okay. Worst, there's so many to choose from. I am going to give it to Ashley. Ah, yes, Bunyan Feet Darby. Okay. So- oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So you know more about this. I hope she gets it fixed. Yes. You you know more about this than <laughs> me because you watched the most recent Salt Lake City. Best and worst. Best Salt Lake City housewife, Mary Cosby. Accepted. And I'm assuming worst everybody else. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Yes. That's a damn shame. She wasn't even on the show and Mary's still getting best. All right. Come on, alleged <laughs> cult leader. All right. My Miami. <laughs> Best and worst out of the Miami girls are multicultural girls. So this is hard because Miami is a cast that works so well together. They do. So it is really hard to choose a best and a worst from a cast that is just full steam ahead on their bullshit. I'm going to give the best to Larsa. I think Larsa has been doing really good at moving story along, starting Come drama. on, rubber booty. Huh? I say, come on, rubber booty. Oh, okay. Yeah, Larsa is the best. Worst, once again, wait, are we talking about only the mojito holders? It could be whoever's on the show. Marisol. Marisol. Get her to AA. Marisol. 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 AA. Allegedly, she needs it. AA. (laughs) And finally, last but not least, best and worst of Dubai. Chanel Ayan is the best. Mm Mm-hmm. And the worst is, honestly, it could be either one of the two whose name I don't know. I think her name is Lima, Le- Leah. Sa- who's Sarah? Sorry, someone from the audience just says, is there Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck is Sarah? Is Sarah! Sarah the one that contacts Brooks, the one with the contacts, they was like, what the fuck is this? She was like, what the fuck is this? That's who she was oh. talking to. She was talking to, you know, the fake Zen one, because that bitch ain't really Zen. The fake Zen. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> she's one of the worst. There's two. It's her and then the other one. I don't know. Uh, uh, Fruitcake Lady. Fruitcake Lady. I don't know who you're talking about. But she's fired anyway, so she doesn't matter. Okay. okay. So- <laughs> well, I have a question. Yes, yes, Mr. Kyle. In Miami, do they really hold mojitos in the uh, main intro? Correct. Yep. Why are they trying to send bitches to AA and they endorsing it? No, I'm sending a bitch to AA because she's an alcohol. She is a literal alcoholic. Oh. I mean, sorry, I can't say literal because I don't know her. <laughs> Allegedly, so, but she is, in, in my opinion, she is an alcoholic. And she needs to. She's an alleged alcoholic. She cannot. She cannot function <laughs> without drinking. She is a. That is a. That is. You can see in her skin. Like, her skin is dry as hell because she yes. don't have no fucking water because she's drinking alcohol all the goddamn time. That oh. would be a correct. Yes, that could be correct. That's I hope she has some cocoa butter. Based on her... Based on... No, you know what? No, I don't body shame. So I'm going to just leave it there. Listen, she says she needs alcohol to function. I have yet to see a confessional of hers since they came back starting season five. I've yet to see a confessional of hers. I've yet to see a reunion appearance of hers where she is not drinking some sort of alcoholic substance. So do with that information what you will, okay? So, Mr. Kyle, we're back to you. You have watched Potomac. You have watched OC and you've watched ATL so far. Out of the three cities, if you had to live and film in one, which one would it be and why? Oh, this is a hard one. Mm-hmm. Mm. I will have to go with my blacks. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have to go with my comfortability. I would say Atlanta. And trust me when I say it is hard because I want to choose Potomac, 
Love Karen and Candace. And y'all know I love me some Giselle so far. <sighs> yes, we we heard of that character flaw there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Atlanta. And why Atlanta? I just think like the people there are like more chill than everybody else that I've seen. Mm, until you meet Marlo. And you know I can't stand her. <laughs> I can't wait till they take her peach. I'm so bored. Her and Sonya could go. I know this question was for Kyle, but I was just thinking I would go to OC because based on my current income level, I would still be richer than Gina. You know oh. what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I would walk past Gina at the Chili's hostess stand and be like, <laughs> table for one. And make sure my fajitas are extra hot when they come out. Oh, oh <laughs> She's so broke. Like, she gets on my nerves. She's so fucking broke. She gets on my fucking nerves. I cannot do it. And it's not her brokenness. I think it's her, her attitude. She thinks, ugh. Go He's committed to his not she over there bringing a two for 20 to your table. <laughs> <laughs> when all the other OC ladies are reading me for being broke, I'm like, now let's direct some of this to Gina. My job plus this housewife's check, I know I'm making more than she is because she only has a housewife's check. Oh, help me, Lord Jesus. Lord <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so, audience, for those of you, I hope if you do not watch OC, you would just at least give last season a look for one perfect moment for me is that Miss Heather, I live behind three gates, Debro, went to go see Gina at her. <laughs> she went to go see Gina at her house. <laughs> and Gina lives in what she calls her casita, which means literally little house. And... <laughs> Bitch, if you've ever seen that meme of Hillary Clinton inside, like, what is obviously, like, a rent-controlled, really small, one-bedroom-looking-like apartment, and Hillary looks very confused, that is what Heather Dubrow was given. She walked in there, she saw Gina's whole house from the front door, and said, oh, and that was it. That <laughs> all conveyed all it needed to convey. It was, it was literally given, girl, this can't be how you live with six people up in here. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't know about her finances, but listen, when it comes to the other women, Gina gives broke-ish. <laughs> I'm not saying she's broke, but it's giving broke. She's never hosted a true event. She's never hosted a cash trip. She's never said, hey. Well, she did host one event this season. She hosted the boat thing that she got COVID and couldn't come to. And it wasn't even her boat. It wasn't her boat. It was her friend's boat, a.k.a. the producer's boat. Yeah, which is why when she got COVID, they still had to go ahead and film because what she said, we only got the boat for this one day. And I was like, sweetie, <laughs> if you're living like me, you need to get off the show. Okay. I want to see rich. I want to see unattainable. I don't want to see because I mean our friend group, I feel like if we wanted to go, you know, to the arm and rent one of those things, we could. I don't want to see somebody doing some shit I can do. Do give me Heather Dubrow. We on a private jet several times a month. Give me well, I was gonna say Erica Jane, but that wasn't her money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So let's stop that. Uh, one of our comments, Salva says Gina's the most broke one, <laughs> but she's the only one that owns her house. He was bigging her up. And then he came right back and dragged her and said, the way I live in a third world country and my house is still better than the casita. The first- <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't oh, know. Just- you know what? I'm mad about this season. I'm mad that there was a camera filming Gina when she got the bill from her friend's boat. It's like all those broken glasses that Heather broke. Because I know she was like, oh my God, I have to pick up six extra shifts to, to cover this. What? She needs to go on the schedule for this. What is with you in this? We're not even open 24 I, I know she called Heather. She said, Chili's is not open 24 hours. I can't work this much. I can't pay this back. <laughs> <laughs> and, Heather, and Heather's rich ass said, okay, I understand what you're saying. First of all, what's the Chili's? <laughs> Ch- 
Chili's, if you're listening, we would we would gladly accept an endorsement because I eat there all the time. I won't be upset. Heather might be upset, but I won't be upset. Anyway, oh my god, Nina <laughs> might be upset because she got to work all those extra shifts, but I won't be upset. I love the fajitas and the margaritas. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Um. <laughs> We're going to move on because Gina just caught like 15 between <laughs> Salva and John. She just caught like 15 bullets and my God. <laughs> Didn't you also call her broke-ish? Huh? <laughs> Didn't you also call her broke-ish? <laughs> so John is actually going to give us a brief synopsis. What is this? Why? Because I don't watch. I've only seen clips online. I'm saying Team Raquel, Team Tom, even with his weird little looking teeth. Why did this season of Vanderpump Rules pop off so much, John? Um. Okay, so what is being dubbed as the Scandaval happened. Let's see. So, here's the thing. I was also not watching Vanderpump Rules, and honestly, I didn't care too much about the Scandaval. But one of my friends told me once the episode finally aired, she was like, watch the Scandaval episode and then just watch the reunion. And it pulled me in. This was so entertaining. At first, I thought this was just normal nigga shit because I'm used to like men sleeping with their sleeping with their girlfriend's best friend. I was like, this sounds. I was like, I don't get what why people are so up in arms about this. It's all the details. They fucked, and Tom and Ariana, Tom and Ra- Raquel fucked in Tom and Ariana's house on the day Ariana was at her grandmother's funeral. Baby, that is dirty. And in that reunion, the way, like, Tom would try to fake, I'm so sorry, Ariana, I'm so sorry, and then be like, well, yeah, the last time we had sex, you wore a t-shirt, how hot? I was like, girl, you don't give a fuck, you are an evil person. Raquel was sitting there emotionless the most of the reunion until, you know, she had to come back and talk to the producers later and then check herself into mental health facility and hope she's okay. Star of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either way, this is the only synopsis I had because I've only watched four episodes of that entire show. But... <laughs> I will be tuned in if Raquel signs her contract. If Raquel does not sign that contract, I am done. Bring Raquel back and give her that $1.2 million check that she deserves. From what I have observed, and I will be taking final positions and audience comments from this for, for next time because I would like to know. From what I have observed, okay, the show was tanking or it was at least failing and it was, you know, it was failing fast. And apparently this Scandaval sort of rebooted it or re-energized it. I can't speak on if that's true or not, because like I said, I didn't watch, but I know a lot of hardcore fans did. And they have said that, you know, honestly, Raquel should have walked in there with a t-shirt and some jeans and they should have had like the logo thing, you know, you're welcome because I saved your show. I'm just saying. So yeah, if you guys want to hear more about marital medicine when it comes back, let us know. We might cover it. And by we, it would be John. You mean Vanderpump Rules? What did I say? Married to medicine. Green, well, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of married to medicine, that is also a show. It's very similar. I mean, it's literally housewives. Let's just be honest. It's a housewife show with a <laughs> with a different name. Uh, like, it's because they couldn't have two real housewives of Atlanta going on at the same time. <laughs> exactly. So Married to Medicine is another one we will be covering. Just a brief synopsis. It's literally doctors and our doctors' wives that, you know, we follow <laughs> their, I mean, we literally follow their lives like housewives. One of the comments said it's doctor. Real Housewives of Atlanta. That's literally what it is. A lot of the women in the cast, in terms of Housewives and Marriage Mass in Atlanta, they all know each other. They hang out. If you are a fan, then you do know that Phaedra Parks, who was let go after season nine of Housewives of Atlanta, will be debuting on season... It's so crazy. She left... Well, got fired season nine, and she will be debuting season 10 of Merit to Medicine. So those of you who have been on Housewife Twitter for years, bring back Phaedra. This is why the show is failing. Bring back Phaedra. This is why the girls aren't laughing. Bring back Phaedra. This is why we don't have iconic one-liners. Bring back Phaedra, blah, 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 blah. Y'all better have Merit to Medicine hitting 15 million viewers every damn week the way y'all have bigged this woman up. When them ratings come, because I'm usually don't even, I'm not even usually a ratings person, but I'm going to be for Marriage Medicine this year. And if them ratings come out and they are not sky high, then I'm going to say, fuck all of you because you are fake. You are fake, fake, fake ass fans. 
Anyway, so yeah, I hope you guys watch Marriage to Medicine. We will be reviewing it. Bring back Mariah. Can I say also about the Phaedra and the, I'm sorry, not specifically Phaedra, but Marriage to Medicine ratings. With or without Phaedra, Married to Medicine ratings deserve to be super high. That mm-hmm. show is good. That's like mm-hmm. one of, if not the best show on Bravo. Yeah, they are always clocked in. I will say that. I feel like Married to Medicine has always been clocked in. So, yeah. Damn, that's something else I gotta watch now. Oh, yes, yes. I have a list for you, love. So, <laughs> <laughs> so John will act, answer second because he's got way more to consider. Kyle, I'll go first. Out of OC, Potomac, and Atlanta, based on current season only, even if they're black or white, if you had to delete one of those from ever being produced or aired again, what would it be and why? Uh, hmm. I'm, I'm not the best one to answer this question. Are you just going off of your personal taste, if you what you've been watching so far? Yeah, it's only for you out of Atlanta, Potomac, and OC. Yeah, yeah, but see, I'm on season four of Potomac. I would say OC. Um, I guess, you know, if you had to bring back, you know, somebody major after a couple of seasons, it was y'all time to, you know, drift off into the wind. Mm. Okay, what about you, Mr. John? Okay, so I would say based off of the last season, it would be Salt Lake City. Okay. But now that I hear Mary's coming back, I don't want it to go because I just want to see her. So, unless Mary moves to one of her other five houses. Okay. She goes somewhere else. She does have one in Florida. I don't know how close to Miami it is, but she's got one in Florida and she's got one in New York. Oh, she would do amazing things in New York City. But, yeah, so I would just say based off of the last actual cast, because, I mean, I know earlier on when I said Best Housewife of Salt Lake City was Mary, which I'm sticking with that, Mary was technically not on the last season. I don't care, though. So that's why I'm saying Salt Lake City would be deleted for me. Okay. I would probably delete Salt Lake as well. I mean, really, I hate, it's crazy that the two people that carried it were the ones that, you know, aren't, you know, um... Like, Jen Shaw was fired, of course, because she went to prison. And then Mary, of course, didn't show up the season two reunion. So she wasn't there at all for season three. And those are your best housewives. Like, everybody else has been there since season one. Like, those other four. And that's what they are, the other four. They've been there since season one. And it's like, how have you been there from the beginning and you're still not making the best of it? I don't understand that. I really don't. So, yeah, it would be Salt Lake City for me. This question will be for the audience. So, audience, send in your comments for me. So, for our Housewives Bravo watchers, right, if you had to reboot one city, we're not going to count New York because we haven't seen a thing from them yet. We don't know anything. If you had to reboot one city of Housewives, what would it be and why would you reboot that city? Send us in your comments. I would love to hear them. I'd love to hear what's going on. Anything else Housewives are reality tv related before we wrap up fellas i just wanted to add another note for you know another show that it's going to be a while before we cover on the new podcast but drag race if you're not into drag race i will say it's such a feel-good show it's funny these drag queens are so talented i would just suggest watching that as well but that is all that i have to say that's all the other one i just want to add in and in the spirit of John, I would like to add in that although Zeus Network is very ratchet, oh yeah, it produces some great quality, aggressive TV. The mm, word quality is doing a it. lot of work in that sentence. <laughs> Literally working overtime. <laughs> it produces a lot of, you know, bullshit TV. Mm. And if you are hood, sometimes, you know, you may want to sit down and watch something. Who if knows? Okay. Well, just to piggyback <laughs> on what John said, as someone, I would be considered the newbie there. I am on season four, almost done with season four of RuPaul's Drag Race, getting ready to move into the first official all-star season. So, um, but I will say I'm an emotional person, so I may or may not have cried <laughs> different times watching the show, but shout out to, you know, is she the best drag queen? No, because the hair just be getting dry, but 
that lip sync, I think it was Dita Ritz against some irrelevant because who cares about the other one, to This Will Be by Natalie Cole. I don't know how many times I watched it. However, that to me is so far, I'm only four seasons in, so don't be sending me no spoiler stuff, but the best lip sync of the show, of the franchise I've seen thus far. So, yeah. You know, I'm not going to even, just to make sure you don't get spoilers, because I know how these fans act, I'm not going to use the Drag Race hashtag when we post on social media. That works for me. That works for me. I, I, I see they don't give a damn. So, um, so if that is all, Mr. Kyle, you want to give your spiel, your speech, and take us on home? Yes. All right, everyone. That's all the topics for today. As we mentioned earlier, we have a second podcast dropping called Reality Based Positions. Woo! Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> You can find our podcast posts and links on IG and Twitter at PositionsPod or email us at Let's Talk Positions Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find our reality based positions posts and links on Twitter and IG at Reality Based Pod. And our email is Reality Based Positions at gmail.com. Let's Talk will still be dropping new episodes every Monday, and Reality Based Positions will be dropping every Friday. Please give those a follow, like, and repost. Hit us up and let us know if you enjoyed the show or if you have some questions, comments on our topics. Also, if you would like to leave us a review or rating on Apple, iHeart, or Spotify, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Catch you guys next time. My name is Kyle. Oh, I'm baddest bitch. And I am... Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, based off of that response, I'm Portia. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> 265 days a year. Okay, I'm done. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, jeez. Bye. Sorry. <laughs>